0: we all bring a piece to this and you know where, where I come from in my business I always try to get people around who add something who I want to be in business with who um, and, and we try to go for the best and so when our conversations just kept going and going um, this was a natural fit and um, you know and Dwayne and had a lot of opportunities to go with a lot of different groups and he, he chose us and he chose Utah which is which is pretty incredible, and so that's that's how we think about it. And basketball is just really a piece of everything that we're going to do with, um, from a business standpoint and everything else. Business was a big part of my portfolio and what I wanted to become when a game was, was through. And when you were able to get an opportunity to meet someone you know, like Ryan that has, has been very successful in business, that can educate you, that can teach you, um, I'm all about I want mentors, and Ryan became a, a mentor to me and did I ever think that this would be a part of our conversations? No, I did not. But this was always a goal of mine to one day hopefully be a part of, of something bigger than I. And that's what the Utah Jazz is, is something bigger than myself. And we just started talking about, you know, what this could be, what this feels like, what it, what it could look like. And it wasn't, you know, just about, you know, one thing. It was a whole holistic approach for us. And we have some saying we have similar pillars, you know, and things that we believe in away from away from this chair. Um, our families, you know, I work in a community, um, business, where are we trying to go? And so I think it was just a perfect fit in for, for me as a retired NBA player in my next, you know, acting in business and in life. Um, this is, this feels right. Hall of Famer, we all know his accolades, but for him to be, um, so interested in, in joining an organiza- organization like this, um, a team like this, a city, a state. Um, it says a lot. It says a lot about what he believes um, can come from it, and, um, and and the growth that can be made. So uh, it's pretty. It's pretty neat to see him in the in the stands and get to talk to him. For me and, and for for our players personally, it's mean been it a lot, especially to see him in in our locker room, see him around us, having some some advice for 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 any any player, particular in Donovan. I think that he gonna he gonna benefit the most from from D Wade being being part of of ownership you know to the extent that you know i'll have an opportunity to you know send him a text and ask him what he thinks about something and, you know that openness and that communication whether it's basketball or business um or many of the other there's so many aspects of of the franchise and you know i intersect with some of them but there's a vast majority of them that are going on um you know with ryan in particular and and I i think that's you know when maybe the most relevant thing is the you know the connection that, that they have and the partnership that you know that they've chosen to form and Dwayne coming in um and those guys locking arms and i, I think from that point you know we all get to participate in that
1: I'm not going to get a anthony edwards situation where nobody knows who the new owner is Dwayne Wade, known in basketball circles. That was Dwayne, that was Ryan Smith, Boyan, Mike, all reacting to the news of a new voice into the ownership group, and we're discussing it here on an emergency podcast edition. Brown Ball Roundup on utahjazz.com. I'm JP Chunga. There was just too much happening. Not only with what happened to Donovan, we'll get to that, the game was where the Jazz had to fight back down double digits. But this, this huge moment for the franchise to involve Dwayne Wade, cool for them to get him into the fold. You know him, three-time champion, finals MVP, a member of Heat culture. There's a reason why every single time we have on Tom Haberstroh, Joy Taylor last year, Lefko, I ask about, those Heat or Dwayne Wade, it's because I have so much appreciation for those type of teams. They were covered ad nauseum, it'll never happen again. He was on the Beatles, and it's not as if he's Ringo Starr. He was so cool as a player. His crossover, all those mixtapes, mind you of Pearl Washington at Syracuse. How do I make a Syracuse reference in an emergency podcast? Amazing. But it was. It was like Pearl Washington in the way that he would dribble his handle. Coverage of that team was out of this world. Dwayne Wade was one of the faces of the league at that point. When I was in college and following basketball and getting into this game, and now he's involved with the Utah Jazz. How cool is that? As someone that even now is on the front and cutting edge of fashion, if you watch him. Any point on NBA, on TNT, it's him and Lefko going back-to-back fashion-wise. He's a celebrity. He's in that mold that you see of other ownership groups where they bring in Jay-Z onto the Nets. Well, now they have their big voice that can go into the crowd alongside Ryan Smith, who has connections. I mean, for goodness sakes, we talked to Michael Pena on this podcast because of his relationships. Michael Cannon-Brooks over in Australia, Ryan Sweeney, also a tech investor, and then the Millers as well. Dwayne Wade can go into that room with a free agent and make the pitch for Utah again. Just look at what he came from in Miami, how much of an advantage it is to have Pat Riley put out all of his rings onto the table and recruit you to that team. Worked on LeBron, and now the heat lifer, is in Salt Lake City. He was there at the game today. You should have seen just the buzz that was in the arena when they showed him on this screen.
0: Three-time NBA champion. And now, joining the Utah Jazz family as a new member of our ownership group,
1: Dwayne Wade. If you compare just the two wild emotions of the day with Donovan going down injured... And then Dwayne raising his hand to the crowd. obsidence But this is also a new focus of ownership that you're seeing within basketball franchises, franchises across sports leagues. Renee Montgomery in the WNBA, a former WNBA player, now in the ownership group of the Atlanta Dream. Dwayne joins the... Legacy of former players getting into this lane with Grant Hill over in Atlanta, Shaq with the Kings, and MJ with the Hornets. This is the new thing that's happening in sports. Dwayne was a part of the Banana Boat crew, and that group has always had higher aspirations than just being basketball players. They want to be involved with business, they want to be in control of their own brands and connect themselves to brands that can enhance their own reputations. That's what Dwayne's doing with this stake in the Jazz. It goes both ways in the way that it helps him. Dwayne can relate to players. He can relate to fans. Having been a legend in this league, as Ryan said, perfect fit. Good match of businessman and group. Now, that's the fun news, but what also happened that made this day absolutely insane was the pin drop that you could hear When Donovan hobbled off the floor, he was carried off by his teammates. And it's another indicator of how tough this schedule has been on players, where you see guys having these injuries. You'll get another indicator tomorrow with the Lakers, as they don't have LeBron or AD. The good news, though, with this one is that, according to Woj, early optimism for what happened. X-rays were negative. They're waiting on an MRI. That's what Woj reported on ESPN. And there's optimism around it. The thing that is also on the bright side, positive spin of this, has to be that, once again, you have to remember that the Jazz have the easiest schedule to finish out the season. They already have a one-and-a-half game lead on Phoenix. Phoenix has an Eastern Conference road trip where they play Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philadelphia. They'll get challenged. Jazz's biggest test is going to be that team, Phoenix, at the end of the month. But beyond that, it's Minnesota. It's Sacramento. It's San Antonio. They don't have strenuous road trips. They have homestands. They should be fine to write out the regular season because they have Rudy Gobert, and if you saw today's game, he turns it on in the second half, four blocks, and Utah gains control of the game. Mike Conley, who talked to Tom Haberstroh, is the MVP of this team. For the postseason, it's going to be Donovan because you've seen what he did in the first round last season. And then... During the regular slate, I mean Rudy has the most impact. We see what he does defensively in bending an entire game to his will against the Pacers in the second half. There was anxiety, there were pins, needles. If you look at the video, it looks scary just seeing how he deals with that sprained ankle. But to look at that Woods report, have to be optimistic with This not being a long-lasting injury that could affect Donovan or this team's season. I've got to get ready for the Laker game tomorrow, but thank you so much for listening to the emergency podcast. Five stars, nice reviews, that's all I ask of you. Make sure you listen to Amin. That podcast dropped earlier today. We had a good conversation talking jazz, Lakers, bad movies. Check it out. It's in the podcast feed. I just felt we had to talk about what happened today. So, positive vibes only, all sorts of Dwayne Wade content on the timeline, the businessman, the CAA, connection with Donovan. Check it out, at Utah Jazz on social. Watch some Dwayne Wade highlights on YouTube. Check out his finals against the Mavs in 06. Enjoy it. Boost the Jazz is cool factor. We'll be back on Monday. Until next time, bye for now.